Good evening, everyone. Good evening and happy Sunday. I welcome you to uh, episode four Bible Challenge podcasts, which will be holding here. My name is Omolara Ifeoluwa. I'd like you to introduce yourself when you listen to this. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. I am Johnson Adragbimi, and I am glad to be here again for this final podcast of Bible Challenge 2022. If you're online and you're listening to this, kindly introduce yourself so we can proceed. Okay, let's proceed. Let's proceed. We give honor and adoration to God for giving us the grace, for giving us the opportunity to be here again. The last episode of Bible Challenge podcast for this season is name be glorified in Jesus' name. If Christ that is, I pray that we shall witness more of it in the name of Jesus. We thank God for the gifts of life, for counting us among the living. May his only name be praised in the name of Jesus. We commit to this program into the hands of the Lord that we take charge in Jesus' name. At the end of the podcast, we shall have reason to glorify his holy name in the name of Jesus. Amen. So now we don't waste much of our time. Um, waste much of our time. Let's move to the intro. So who was Stephen? Who was Stephen in the Bible? Just brief discussion, like just brief definition of who Stephen was. Yeah. So I will say Stephen was a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. He was a Christian taken in Jerusalem. He was one of the seven that were chosen to to meet the running of the to make the run of the church effective. Yeah. He was a man who was not afraid to preach the gospel despite dangerous oppositions. His courage came from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So who was Stephen? Now talking about Stephen, Stephen was a man that the early Christian refers to as a person of as a man of honest reports, as a man full of the Holy Ghost, and as a man full of wisdom. They wanted to appoint people um, that has these three characteristics and they could pin they could paint um, they could pick they could pick Stephen. Why? Because he possesses all of all these things, is a man of honest reports, is a man full of the Holy Ghost, and is a man full of wisdom. And then talking about Stephen, the Bible also described him as a man that was full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. He was full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. All right, thank you. Thank you. So now let's move to the next. Um, let's discuss briefly the event that occurred before he saw the heavens opened. The event that occurred, the events that led to him seeing the heavens open. Let's discuss briefly. So it was recorded that Stephen did wonders and miracles in the church. He was empowered to do them by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit was his power. So the members of the synagogue argued with Stephen and conspired against him. So they bribed some people to tell lies that they saw Stephen um, speaking against the sacred temples and all of that. So they conspired against him. He was brought to the council for judgment, and when he was asked to to say his part to clear himself, he was filled with the Holy Ghost, and he started from the time of him. You know, he explained how God had been good and miraculous, and how they, how they, in quotation, 
the day in quotation how they have been the ones not receiving god's love how they have been the ones not receiving god's love and law and how they have not obeyed it how they have not obeyed the commandments of the lord he preached personally passionately in the defense of christianity yeah then a jewish council hearing his words became furious and ground it at him in anger but Stephen was spirit-filled, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God, at the right hand side of God. He uttered it and said, I see the heaven opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God, at the right hand side of God. On hearing this, the council with, with a loud cry, covered their ears with their hands. They dragged him out of the city and stood in, they stoned him till he died. And even in that pain, even in that anguish, uh, it is said that the Lord should not remember this sin against them. It was indeed an humble matter. Not only that he was the first, it was an humble matter for him to pray for those that are stoning him. Indeed, it was an humble matter. Now, the person of Stephen, Stephen was the first person to drink from the cup wherewith Jesus drank. It was the first person that was persecuted, actually, it was the first person that was killed. And then if you look at what happened to him, it was similar to what happened to Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ was also persecuted, Jesus Christ was also killed, and the same thing happened to Stephen. And then the reason why they killed Stephen was still the same reason why they killed Jesus Christ, because they claimed Jesus Christ was speaking things that um, that is unbearable to hear. They, they, they accused him of blaspheming and all that. That was this, also the same thing they accused Stephen for, because they could not stand the wonder that, that was performing, because they could not stand the word of wisdom that was saying. They just had to pick this Stephen. And then why they picked him, they brought him to the council. And then even in the council, he was still saying things to them. He was revealing things to them. He was speak, giving them um, word of wisdom. He was revealing things from the scripture to them, and they could not bear it. And they just gang up against him, push him um, outside, and then begin to throw stone at him. And then at that very point, when they were throwing the stone at him, he, he even he then he looked, he looked up, and then he saw the heaven, heavens opened. Hmm. Thanks very much, sir. Thanks very much, sir. So if we still have any addition, we can kindly do that before we move. Yeah. Okay, so in the absence of addition, let's move to the moral lesson. What lesson can we derive from the story, from the life of Stephen? What lesson can be derived? Okay, what I learned from this story is um, the courage and boldness of Stephen to preach the gospel. You know, he preached in 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 difficult oppositions where you know that people don't want to hear him, people don't want to listen to him. Still, he had the courage to preach the good news. He stood as a messenger of Christ Jesus, and his life was portraying the life of a believer. So, as Christians too, we should we shouldn't see uh, um any we shouldn't have any excuse for not preaching the gospel. We shouldn't have any excuse. In every everywhere we find ourselves, everywhere we go, in every circumstances, in every situation, we should always preach the word. 
we should always preach the good news to the people. We should stand as a messenger of Christ Jesus. We should not be ashamed of the gospel. We should not be we should not be scared to preach the word of God. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. You know, the Bible says that in this world we shall face trials and tribulation, but he said we should be glad because he has conquered the world for us, because he has conquered everything for us. So there, there there's no it is not possible for Christians not to face trials, it's not possible for Christians not to face tribulation, it's not possible for us not to face oppressions from people. But the Lord said we should we should count it joy when we face all these things. He said we should count it all joy. So let's let's have this courage to preach the good news everywhere we find ourselves. Let's find the courage to do that. I pray the Lord will give us courage and boldness to preach the gospel as we ought to in Jesus' name. Now the very first um lesson I can um, um derive from the life of um Stephen and the hope in heaven is that number one, Stephen lived a life that was in alignment with the life of a secret place okay he lived a life that is in alignment with the life of a secret place now how do i mean now in the secret place of um, of stephen he was a man of honest reports he was a man full of the holy ghost and then even in the open people can still see it that he is a man full of wisdom that is a man of the holy ghost so as a believer we must live a life that is in alignment with what we do in our secret place we should live a life that is in alignment with what we do when nobody is watching us when no eyes is watching us when no one is seeing us as a believer we, we if people are seeing us as a believer let us also be a believer even in our secret place that god can testify of when people are seeing us as a man full of the holy ghost in the public let us ourselves know ourselves as a man full of the holy ghost being testified by god in our secret place at the end we can see what happens to stephen stephen was seen as a person who possesses the holy ghost he was seen as a person full of wisdom and then it was justified because at the end he was able to see heaven open that means it of a truth it was a man full of the holy ghost so one thing i want to say is that as a believer we should live a life we should live we should we should live a life that is in alignment with what we do in our secret place we should not live a life of of um we should not live a life of hypocrisy had it been stephen was living a life of hypocrisy where people can see him as a man of god but inwardly if it's not the, if, he, if he was not a man of god or inwardly if he if it is if, if it was just pretense he wouldn't have been able to see an open heaven and he wouldn't have even been able to do a lot of wonders and perform a lot of miracle. Another one is that as a believer, we should live a life that people can testify of, that people can testify of. From the life of Stephen now, they said, let us choose, let us choose, let us choose someone of wisdom, let us choose someone of good report, let us choose someone 
that is full of the Holy Ghost. And in, in, in any garden that we find ourselves, or probably in church, if they are to choose people of all of all these characters that we have mentioned, would they be able to pinpoint us? Would they be able to select us as a person full of Holy Ghost, as a person full of good reports, and all of all these characters that they were able to associate with Stephen? So as a believer, we should also live a life that people can testify of as a believer. We should live a life that God can testify us of as a believer. Okay, um, I'm sorry I was a bit late, or uh, not a bit late, I was late. Because of my schedules. Okay, I just followed up on the previous first note, and I, at this point, talking about the lesson to the life from the life of Stephen, Stephen as uh, a personality is worth learning from. It is not easy to be among the first um, set of people who will actually practice the scripture that says, Blessed are they who will be persecuted and even be killed for the sake of Christ, for there is the kingdom of heaven. See, uh, Stephen was able to stay to the end. This is one lesson Christians should be able to learn. It is easy to say everything is good, God is good, until we are challenged with real life problems, then you will not be able to know whether you'll be able to stand or to defend the faith. Many people will shake away immediately it comes to persecution and dying for Christ, but Stephen stood his ground to the end, provided he knows that what he's holding is the truth. This will lead to the second lesson. We need to know God so long and so real to the extent that we know that what we are holding is the truth and mirage. I believe that one of the reasons why Christians of today especially are not able to stand the test of time is because what they suppose, what we suppose they had or the words they, they, are, they are claiming and making um, boost of that they have and the, all, the, all the noise we are making in the body of Christ today. The truth is that many of the people are not convinced of what they are holding. Uh, so uh, once there was a little breeze or wind or storm comes around them, they will just throw the word into the basket and just find their way. So we need to come to a level where we know God for ourselves. So that way is, is the point where we begin to pray to God to have re-encounter, re-encounter. This is what we want in the body of Christ. Now, Stephen is a man that so much spoke that the people were dazzled. It is not enough to know God's words. You must be able to communicate it in excellency excellency so you'll be able to communicate the life and the dexterity of christ we need to be able to communicate that life of christ in a manner that the world will be able to accept and be able to follow along the Stephen though was not limited to that Stephen was able to be full of the holy ghost the bible told us that Stephen is full of the holy ghost now being full of the holy ghost has many implications it means that Stephen would have been able to cause everyone there and even be able to there are certain things Stephen could have been able to do in fact if Stephen did not want to die i don't think he would have died but yet he didn't cause anyone, he didn't use the Holy Ghost to manipulate anything. In fact, Jesus Christ needed to stand beside his, uh, the throne of the Father while he was be, about to be stoned. And then Stephen um, said, no, you don't come. Jesus Christ was like, he wanted to stand in defense of Christ, Stephen. But, and Stephen said, you don't, just don't worry, just stay there, I will come over. You don't, don't do anything. And he said, he practiced the exact same thing he, he, he saw Christ did. In fact, I don't know, Stephen wasn't among those um, people who saw witness Christ in the upper room. Now, but Stephen was able to do the same thing that Jesus Christ did. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. Stephen was able to say, Father, do not count this thing on their charges. 
So Stephen forgave them even at their death. People that were clean. So we can see that Stephen was a kind of man that practiced the life of Christ. It was as though he was washing the lifestyle of Jesus through a mirror. And he was busy practicalizing it in his own life. So he was able to forgive. He was able to forgive. He was able to, to accommodate. If Stephen had caused those who stoned him, which of course would have held them, there's no way of escape. Paul, the apostle, who came to become the greatest preacher of all time, the, the, the apostles of the Gentiles would not have had that opportunity, but because Stephen did not cause him, because Apostle Paul was actually standing behind, he was one holding the cross down so that they can be able to finish Stephen up. So Stephen was able to live that lifestyle. So when there's a just whole lot, if we begin to exemplify or demystify the life of Stephen, and the, the voice note is going to be very, very long and very lengthy. So I think uh, the much that I've been said, Stephen is so should crave to have, be full of the Holy Spirit, crave to have the word of wisdom, crave to be able to communicate the life of Christ in a way and manner that our generation will understand, and then be able to carry that kind of faith that Stephen carried, that no matter where, I know what I'm holding is, is the truth, and I'm not ready to give up, I never will give up, I will go and hold to it to the end. So let me just pause it for here, from here and um, give room for another person to talk. Thank you. We still have, um, I think, five minutes. If you want to add any addition, please, you can do that quickly. Yeah, thank you. So one of the things that I also learned from the life of Stephen that amazes me is his life of forgiveness. His life of forgiveness. People are stoning you, and yet these same people, you are saying God should forgive them. It takes a very, very great act of forgive, forgiveness to do something like this. Sometimes, as a believer, you might be looking at this thing is very easy to do, but let's not take it from the aspect of being killed. We can just look at the aspect of, in fact, to, to some of us, it is very, very hard to say, I am sorry to someone for the sin that we did not commit. It is very hard, very, very hard when you know I am right. And then you are now telling someone that is wrong, I am sorry. That's humility and that's forgiveness. Okay, willing to take fault, willing, willing to forgive even when you are, even when you are right. So same thing was the same thing that Jesus portrayed while on the cross of Calvary. He said, Father, forgive these people, for they know not what they are doing. These are people that spat on him. These are people that mocked him. These are people that laughed at him. These are people that wear a crown of thorn upon him. These are people that, that, that injured him. These are people that beat him. These are people that doing a lot of things to him and yet he was still saying that God forgive them until we come to this to this point when we can forgive even our enemies until we come to this point when we can forgive we can have that forgiving heart like that of Jesus Christ until we come to this point that we can that we can that we we forgive people just like Stephen has done no wonder the heaven could open. No wonder the heaven could open. No wonder Jesus could stand up on his throne to receive his soul. 
so as the believer one thing that i can name is that we should we, we should we should have this art of forgiveness even as stephen has demonstrated another thing from the life of stephen um that i can um learn is that stephen was a man full of the word of god he was a man full of the word of god for him to have been able to narrate everything that happened from the life of um from 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 adam to abraham to isaac to jacob to the israelites to the desert to moses for him to have been able to narrate all of all these things it shows vividly that he so was someone that was full of the word of god so as a believer also we should also imitate this and be full of the word of god we should also give our time to studying the word we should give our time and devotion to studying the word we should we should draft out personal time to study the word to have understanding of the word and as we do so i pray that god will give us understanding in jesus name Amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. Thanks for the addition. Thanks for the contribution. And I hope you are all blessed. Okay. Um. Before we draw the curtain, um, I want to just say, um, for those who um do not really understand the concept of Christianity, martyrdom, death, is not the end of the road for a believer. Apostle Paul said, "Comfort one another with this word," because dying uh, death is not the end the apostle said that even me for me uh, i would have preferred to be out of the body to be present with christ but for some reason because of the love i know that people are not grown yet i needed to just stay behind for me to live is christ to die is to even gain death is not a loss of anything we believers must come to that point we also have this knowledge and learn that lesson that martyrdom death for christ is benefit is not a cause then we'll be able to stand for Christ in our generation, no matter what surfaces. Many people are ashamed to make to preach the gospel. Many people are ashamed to stand in for Christ in a larger congregation. When you come to around your friends, you do as though you don't know Christ and you want to behave like the people because you don't have that courage. Now, because of they may not kill you, but they may even do do things that will likely look like killing you with their words. So nobody wants to suffer that persecution for Christ. It is not the end of the road. It offers you the greater opportunity to be recognized in heaven. He said, whoever is ashamed of me before men, I will be ashamed of him before God and before his holy angels. So any opportunity to speak for Christ, no matter what happens, God will not allow you to be killed. Of course, that's what we are praying. Of course, he didn't allow Shadrach, Mishnah, and Nego to die. But defending the Christ to the end, even if God permits it, you have not lost anything. The crown of glory is left for you. And once you open your eyes and surface at the other side, you will now find out that you've made the right decision. Uh, there's one particular song that Mr. Um, Tophilo Sunday will say, I say, I, I know you can save. I have seen you save before, but if you choose not to save me, you are worth dying for. Once we have come to this level, it is not a, a must thing. It's not something you just practice. This one is 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 made available by grace. You must come to that level when you have so much no God and so much help that you are willing to die for Christ. You can die for Christ. You can many people can claim to do many things for Christ, but dying for Christ is the hard code. So once you come to that level, whatever the apostles and our fathers saw that made them willing to lay down their life instead of denying Christ. And the many of them were martyred, many of them were 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 crucified, beheaded, thrown away, thrown down from the cliff, and all kinds of things. Yet they stood their ground. We must come to know that and 
and have that insight and have that knowledge and faith and grace so that we can stand in for Christ anytime, any day. And when we surface at the other side, whether through death or rapture, we will have found out that we made the best choice that anyone on earth could have ever made, standing in for Christ in the end. It is not the end of the road. It is just the beginning of another life and another journey to glory. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. So now let's pray. Let's pray. In Jesus' name, everlasting Father, King of glory, we adore your holy name. We say that we exalted. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the success of today's podcast. Because you, you taught us yourself, because we learned from your table. Lord Jesus, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Because you fed us with your word, because you we, we, we draw from your well, because you gave us the understanding of this topic, we say be that exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, as this is the last episode of the Bible Challenge podcast, we pray that as you tarry, as if Christ tarry, that we witness more of it in the name of Jesus. We commit our life, we commit our our activity into your apron that you take permanent control in the name of Jesus. This week we shall obtain mercy, we shall be favored in the name of Jesus. No evil shall befall us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.